Hey guys, you know how I told you I was starting a podcast? Well, I was a little bit lazy with it, but now I'm actually going to start. It's going to be mainly about football, and I'm going to cover every game that's happened, a few trades, uh, teams you should look out for, and what they could do in the next season. Um, this is a very basic thing, but what I'm going to do is on Sundays, when there's a lot of games, I'm going to do two games each episode that way it's smaller and easy to take it okay let's start with the monday night game new england Patriots versus bills now i'm looking at the stats here and if you watch that game or if you saw a few videos saying the weather is bad it was super bad if you looked at the kicking like the first punt of the game only went 15 yards um the second one actually boom that was from the bills but the arrows kind of like the airspeed was lower. But they continued playing while the Patriots held up with a strong run game. This run game was very unique because it kind of showed how the Bills are suck at defending the run. If you look at these stats, Damian Harris has 111 yards. He was injured on that game. Uh, Raheem St- Stevenson. Sorry if I butchered that name. He has 78 yards. Now this is the second running back. If the second running back is able to gain 78 yards against the Bills, that just shows how bad the Bills' defense is when it comes to running. And there was not much passes. Mac Jones threw one pass that went 19 yards. Not much, probably like the lowest amount. And Bill Belichick wanted to stick with the run. Um, A lot of players that were receivers helped. Receiving... There is only two people who caught the ball. Uh, John o. Smith caught for 12 yards, and Brandon Bolden caught for 7 yards. And then Nelson Aguilar did nothing, although he did have some rushing yards. Yeah, he had 6 yards, but still. For a receiver, that's a lot. Now, if I go to the Bills, Josh Allen has a lot of the yards. He has 145 yards, 1 TD. Completion and attempts, 15 out of 30. That's like a 50% um, completion rate. And the cool thing about this is this was under bad weather. Not many players under bad weather when they throw do this good. Uh, Surprising for the amount of yards he threw, he distributed it pretty well. It goes with Stefan Diggs with 51 yards. Gabriel Davis, one of the receivers, for 30 yards. Emmanuel Sanders, you guys probably know him. He went from the Saints, 49ers, so on and so forth. 22 yards. Dawson Knox, 14 yards. Zach Moss, 12 yards. Cole Beasley, 11 11 yards. And Matt Breida, 5 yards. Now, he distributes the ball very well. Now, I want to look at the defensive side for the Bills because the defense is horrible. Zero picks, because obviously there's one football zone. Uh, three assisted tackles and one five tackles for Jordan Boyer. And the most was five tackles by itself. This was not, like, for five tackles, they gave up too many yards. Obviously, as I said, there's no interceptions to the fact that Matt Jones threw one pass. Uh, Micah Hyde. Punt return. He was punt returning that game. They actually put him in for that. Uh, punting. 
As I said, there's not much to it, and Matt Hack had to punt a lot for 233 yards. The final score was 14-10, which being first quarter, New England had eight points, uh, and Buffalo had seven. Second quarter, three points for New England. Third, and when I leave out the Buffalo score, or like any other team score, that just means they had zero. Uh, New England Patriots had nothing. Bills had three points. Patriots had three points, Buffalo Bills didn't have three points, and therefore that initially came down to 14 points. As you can see, that eight points that they gained in the first quarter played a big role. Also, the amount of field goals they got was higher than what Buffalo Bills got. That's it. Um, so, a few things we're going to go over, like the Thursday night game. Which is Vikings and Steelers, I believe. Let me pull them up. Vikings. Okay, so that game is coming up right yeah. Okay. Thursday, 7.20 p.m. You can buy tickets or watch live. Um so let me go over this with you. And let me go over the Lions game. So Lions game, Vikings lost to the Lions game with Lions their first win. This is by two points, and Lions are dominating uh, second quarter, second quarter with 20 points. Third quarter, Vikings dominated. Fourth quarter, Vikings dominated. But their defense gave up a lot of points. Justin Jefferson gave up zero passing yards because he, they were trying to random a trick play. Alexander Madison with 90 yards. Now, Alexander Madison, in my opinion, I have a lot of respect for him because being a backup to Dalvin Cook, you get compared a lot. and But he lives up to his reputation. Justin Jefferson with four yards of carry. I'm pretty sure that was a jet sweep. Justin Jefferson with the yards, 182. Lot. Um, If you didn't know, Adam Thielen was injured at the beginning of the game. I think he rolled his ankle. Tyler Conklin with 56, KJ Osborne with 47, Alexander Madison with 33, 34, and CJ Ham with 19. Kenny Wongu, um, I really don't, I'm butchering his name, I can't even say it. But um, he had four yards. If you don't know who he is, he's number 26. He's the one who's had two uh, kick return touchdowns. Defense, Cameron Dancer had one pick, and that's all. Now let's look at the line stats. It actually looked like Kirk threw more than Goff. Rushing yards is actually less statistically to us for the first um, running back. Second running back, uh, Jamar Jefferson, obviously is going to beat Kirk Cousins' rushing yard, which is six yards. Um, Good Muni Buka got eight. Oh my God, how y'all have these weird names? Amon Ra St. Brown, two yards. Please, I'm sorry for butchering their names. I'm bad at naming. Jared Goff with one yard. I'm guessing QB sneak. Receiving yards, no one got above 100. The highest was 86. I'm not going through this whole list because it's a pretty big list. But, like, the top three were 86, 69, and 49. Those were Amon Ra St. Brown, Josh Reynolds, and TJ Hawkinson. Defensively, 
There was no picks on their side. Uh, decent tackles and assists, according to that. Kick returns. Uh, they gained 30 yards on average. Uh, punt returns, zero on average. Kicking and punting, I'm, I don't think you guys want to know about that. So now let's look at how they're going through the um, Steelers game. So th- here's the thing, okay? Let's look at the Vikings players and let's look at Steelers players. And I'm going to compare them to see which one is better. Now, Ben Roethlisberger just came from an injury. And he came on to beat the Ravens by a point. This game was a unique game. Both players threw for a lot of yards. A lot of rushing yards on both sides. By that, I mean it's kind of below 100, but it's still big. Um, receiving yards, I don't think there's anyone above 100 in this. Oh, wait, never mind. Deontay Jackson was above 100. Now let's go look at their players. Okay. Let's compare QB. I'm going to play, compare the top. I'm not going to count injured players. You all know why they don't play a factor in this. Um, Let's go with Ben Roethlisberger to Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has been more productive than Ben Roethlisberger. I don't care what anyone says, but he's actually been more productive and has more yards. TJ Watt, linebackers, and our linebacker, Eric Kendricks. I think he's out for this game. Anthony Barr. Um, the Vikings, he's also out, so we're going to have a lot of our backups playing for a middle linebacker. Uh, then we're going to go back to here. Let's go with the running back, Najee Harris versus Alexander Madison. I, as I said, I'm not counting injured players, and Dalvin Cook had a shoulder injury. I don't think he'll be in for this game. Uh, but Alexander Madison generally is super good as a backup. He's averaged 100 yards before. Um, but Najee Harris is generally just a little bit better, also because he's the starter as well. I'm going to give one point Steelers, one point to Vikings. Now I'm going to do receivers, and then that's all. Receivers, Juju Smith-Schuster and Claypool. Sadly, Adam Thielen rolled his ankle, which means we can't cover the top two duo versus, I would want to say, another top two duo, duo but... um. Juju Smith should still be dancing in the locker room. Uh, but yeah, I would tell him, tell it to where I would go with the Vikings. KJ Osborne is very good for like a player who doesn't play much and is a third string receiver. Juju Smith should just want to start dancing on logos and being garbage, absolute garbage. Sorry, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, you know he's the one who kind of screwed up your whole thing. And your whole gig from last season. Claypool, obviously, Claypool and Justin Jefferson going up together is kind of a cool thing because they're both in the same draft. Both were first round picks. I like it. I like the matchup. Uh, corners, generally, both are kind of neutral when it comes to corner. Because we have rookies, and I don't think Patrick Peterson is playing this. Kickers, I don't know why you want. Uh, I would say Chris. He's in good. Joseph has kicked 55 yards. And Mr. Boswell here missed a 47 twice. So, okay, but at the same time, he, Greg Joseph did miss the Cardinals kick. Let's be honest, that was week two. We got to let that go. We got to cool down for that one. Um. So, 
I kind of like how it is here. So yeah, this is going to be for a matchup. But according to the Vikings' win streak, they beat the Packers. They're on a two-game loss streak. Steelers are on a one-game win streak. I want to give this to Steelers. Solely because the Vikings have not been doing well and a lot of their players are injured that are key starters and these guys have a lot of healthy players. So I'm going to give this to the Steelers. Let's see who wins. And that is the end of this episode. If you like this episode, please follow. Yeah, please follow. Okay, have a good day. Uh, have a good night or have a good afternoon wherever you are. Have a good day.